the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at our website, of course, but also on the American Family Association's blog, The Stand, at Life sitenews.com, on wnd.com, and elsewhere out on the web. And be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids. And you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Today, we are going to talk about the new push to teach children in schools about racism, social justice, critical race theory, and this whole new package of special interest group propaganda. That's really what it is. What's really going on here? Is America a hopelessly racist country built on white supremacy with no justice ever for people of color? Well, where do we start to respond? to such mistaken ideas. We could all point to our recent two-term president who was a man of color. We could also point to our current female vice president of color and all the minority celebrities and sports figures who have achieved fame and fortune in America. You know, the list goes on. Well, here's what I will say. This whole movement is largely, not all, but largely a pack of lies with unbiblical motives and underpinnings and outcomes. It's an attempt to shut down dialogue, to suppress free speech. It's anti-liberty, and it's often wrapped also around sexual immorality, like the LGBTQ, so-called, agenda, and it's ultimately totalitarian. You either do what we say or you are evil. We will judge you on your skin color if you are light-skinned and you will be found automatically guilty. What is going on here? It's a huge gaslighting campaign, actually, because America is full of people 
people of differing races who actually get along very well. Neighbors, co-workers, classmates, teammates. This smear campaign is a naked attempt to divide, and it's an insult to the many collegial relationships that have existed for many years among people of different colors. It's also a slam on the many fine law enforcement officers who do a great job, impartially for the most part, under tough circumstances. I do want to be sensitive to the fact that, yes, some black people still do, at times, experience discrimination over skin color. That should never happen. We should be kind to one another and help those who are disadvantaged. But I want to relate my experience when I left being a liberal and became a Christian. And you know what? On one dimension, many other things I could talk about, but on the dimension of interacting with people of color, I felt more than I ever had before back when I was a liberal agnostic. I felt an immediate sense of bonding with people of other colors. You know why? Belief in Christ erases all of that. They are now my brothers and sisters in Christ. And so many things cross all those barriers instantly. And that is the freedom that is brought in Christ. We should help those who are disadvantaged, of course, but it's a whole different story when clear opportunities that exist in America now are being portrayed as never enough. And some groups and some forces want to manipulate public opinion, again, to divide us like never before and exaggerate or invent problems and have everybody on high alert and highly suspicious of one another in a whole new way. We are already experiencing the early returns of this hyper-racially focused agenda, and it is going to be very destructive, very divisive, and especially damaging to people of color. There are quite a few outspoken black conservatives coming against all of this, and I praise God for all of them. I am hoping today to give you some more ammunition to contend against this anti-American, racist, inaccurate, and bigoted nonsense, especially when it crops up in your child's school. School boards are adopting this teaching in states like North Carolina and Illinois. We've heard about it in the state of Washington, in Iowa, and we also had a very controversial resolution adopted here in Ohio last summer, and we are starting to see the results of that roll out in places like the Gahanna Lincoln schools here in suburban Columbus, for instance. The Ohio Board of Education's resolution that they passed last summer labeled Ohio schools as being full of white supremacy and systemic racism, and so they resolved that everything in schools, every aspect of school life and the school climate should be put up for review during this school year, and that's ongoing. There was a huge meeting on this back last summer, and the conservatives on the board, and we do have some really courageous, well-informed people, tried to stop this, and of course, were falsely labeled as racists for trying to halt myth-based propaganda, which is actually in itself racist. So what can you do, parents? I will try to give you some ideas at the end of our program. Here's an excerpt uh, from that Ohio State Board of Ed resolution. Quote, the State Board of Education directs the Ohio Department of Education to re-examine standards and model curriculums 
in language arts, social studies, mathematics, and science, making recommendations to the State Board of Education as necessary to eliminate bias and ensure that America's white supremacy, racism, and the struggle for equality are accurately addressed. Unquote. Did you get that? They're automatically labeling America as full of white supremacy. And what will be judged to be white supremacy? Well, that will be the key element here because what we're seeing is almost any element of Western civilization, including Christian faith, is now considered racist to some. The Black Lives Matter movement, for instance, that group, wanted to eliminate the Western patriarchal nuclear family. Western patriarchal? I mean, Asians have nuclear families, right? Western must mean Christian-based. That's all we can figure from that. This is considered racist to some people. Statues are being smashed and defaced and some removed by mostly Democrat officials. Even the American flag is dishonored in some places now. The statue of Christopher Columbus at City Hall in Columbus was removed last summer. This is beyond ignorant. This is a revolution, friends. So what's next on the chopping block? Watch for the 4th of July and all patriotic songs to be up for review. I think we could very well see movements in that direction unless we stand up and say no to history being eradicated and it seems Marxism being instituted instead and every movement made for redistribution of income. That's where this ends up going. The Ohio State Board of Ed's actions may result in schools, in speech codes, limited debate on almost anything, big money for consultants to come in and all of a sudden analyze everything, and then quotas, including in sports. Schools are about to become severely regulated, rigid mind control labs where many elements of truth will not be allowed. Some schools may adopt parts of this insane 1619 project, which you may have heard of. It was dreamed up by an extremist at the New York Times in 2019. Our superintendent of schools in Ohio, Dr. Paolo DiMaria, praised the 1619 project. This is a man appointed by a Republican governor, Governor DeWine, friends. The Ohio Department of Education even had, until it received major national negative publicity, a resource page on its website for teachers with all kinds of anti-police, riot-friendly, black power nonsense, extremism to the max. One article on that page said that there were really not two sides on this issue, so teachers should not even listen or allow another viewpoint in your classes except the claim that there is white supremacy supremacy everywhere, and that was it. Well, then that racist page on the Ohio Department of Ed's site has rightfully now been removed. The outgoing president of the National Education Association, Lily Eskelson Garcia, incorporated the 1619 imaginary version of American history in her online address to the NEA convention last summer. She said our country was founded 400 years ago, that's 1619, by white Protestant males with money who acted solely to keep and expand their power. This woman is the recent leader of the largest union in America, friends. Such childish or willful ignorance 
Such bigotry is jaw-dropping. If you don't want your children taught a pile of anti-American, discriminatory garbage, then please, please watch out for what's going on in your child's school and don't be afraid to speak up. Use these talking points or others. There's a lot of people out there with talking points and don't be afraid to be called a racist. You are not a racist for objecting to lies that hurt everyone, including and especially in some cases people of color. Please support responsible social studies and history teachers also because they are now fighting to try to maintain accurate history and keep this deception out of their classrooms. If you're interested in knowing more about about this foolish 1619 project. There's an excellent PragerU video debunking some of its major points. For instance, one of them is the claim in the 1619 project that the major reason for the Revolutionary War in America was that rich white men could then be able to keep their slaves. That's the reason. This is of course, ridiculous on many levels, but one is that the British were not interested in America ending slavery. Slavery was still very much a part of the British Empire, and that lasted until the 1830s. So slavery here was not threatened by England. And the other point they make in the 1619 Project is that slavery made America rich. But that's not true. Slavery held the South back economically. Every single point of the 1619 Project can be challenged with historical truth. And you can find that Prager U short video about this out there on the web. Another great resource is the 1776 Commission, whose final report was just published at the end of President Trump's administration. It was started under President Trump to address this, these misconceptions. Historians and others write very eloquently in their final report, refuting many of these claims, pointing out that the debate over slavery that took place at the time our Constitution was written included deliberate points that led the way to slavery eventually being brought to an end. For the first time, England was first, but we were right after that in human history. We have not been a perfect nation, but our roots actually provided the tools needed to become the most multicultural, racially tolerant global power in human history. And then, of course, America fought a civil war over the slavery issue where 600,000 people, mostly white, died. That payment in blood should satisfy any talk of reparations. You have to ask why some elements in our country want to destroy America. That's what's going on. You have to suspect there is some foreign influence here, possibly, at least to some extent, trying to infiltrate our educational institutions, to destabilize our government, to cause chaos. It's not all that, of course. Some of this revolution is homegrown. But would China like to see America in shambles? Would Muslim nations and terror groups like to undermine our strength and unity? If they could, they would. So you have to wonder. We will continue talking about the new push to teach critical race theory and some of this propaganda in our schools. And we'll give you some specific examples when we come back here on Mission America Radio. Stay with us. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
Friends, I just want to encourage you when we're spending more time at home to make it a time for family, for reconnecting, for spending more time in the Word. We can all use so much more of that. And just remember that God is always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And just remember that he told us, be not afraid. He is our ever-present help in time of trouble. Let's think of this as a time to cement with our children the principles of the Lord Jesus, that we are to turn to him and read and believe his word, even in dark times, even in times of great stress. Just remember that with God, all things are still possible. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And remember, with God, all things are still possible. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to MissionAmerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And we've been talking today about the new push to teach children that America is irredeemably racist, full of white supremacy, and there's nothing we can do about it, and that there's nothing wrong with teaching children this. If you question it, you are obviously a racist. So it's a no-win situation. It's divisive and completely undermines the wonderful collegial relationships that many people of differing backgrounds, of different colors, have developed over the years. And we have to stand up and say no. Now, one of the other aspects of this, and I need to do an entire program on this, I've done some of my commentaries on this, and I hope if you're not already listening to our commentaries at 10.20 a.m. Monday through Friday here on the word Columbus, that you will start to do so. But this is all wrapped around sexual immorality agendas, the LGBTQ plus quote-unquote agenda, the pro-abortion agenda. They're already starting to talk about reproductive justice, weaving the social justice for minority message in with the pro-abortion message. And many of the people in the Black Lives Matter movement, the leadership, are openly homosexual or what they would call queer. The whole thing is all wrapped in together as we would expect a revolutionary movement to be. One of the many reasons we need to take this out of schools, let's get back to the academic subjects of literature, spelling, reading, writing, math, science, and the things that our children really need. And here's an example that's just exactly the kind of thing that you would expect. This was recently reported on the excellent site Discern, which is D-I-S-R-N.com. This is related to the people that write the Babylon Bee, but this is serious. Reporting that a fifth grade teacher in Philadelphia has designed a social studies curriculum that openly promotes communism and the practice of holding black power rallies. And there was another teacher at the school that was the whistleblower, an anonymous whistleblower. So this teacher had students read and celebrate the story of Angela Davis. Remember Angela Davis? And um, also Huey Newton, despite their involvement in various criminal activities, Now, the other aspect of this that needs to be addressed is that this particular school, the William D. Kelly School, is at the bottom 
of the Pennsylvania school performance charts, 3% of of the students, only 3% of the students are proficient in math by sixth grade, only 13% able to read by the end of eighth grade, and the school's student population is 94% black and 100% economically disadvantaged. Do these kids not need basic academics instead of this nonsense or what? This is such a betrayal of these children of color, and I hope that people call this out wherever they see it. These kids need basic, and all our kids need basic academic skills. That is what will help them to rise economically and to be overcomers of other aspects of disadvantage that they may encounter in their lives. So this is what you can expect with teaching that there is systemic racism. This is critical race theory, which is another term for dividing everybody into groups and assigning some to be victims and some to be oppressors, and there's nothing you can do about it. And of course, the victims need to be accorded every single thing on their wish lists. And of course, all their expensive school consultants who are making a fortune on selling all this nonsense. It's childishness. This is whining, friends. Not that we don't have problems, but people all across the color spectrum have struggles. It's not confined to people of color. And you know what? Let's look at this from a biblical standpoint. Does this encourage jealousy, vengeance, division, accusations, many of them false? Does this encourage covetousness? This is not the impartiality we are taught about in scripture. It gives people a supposedly legitimate reason to crush their enemies. And then, of course, that's going to provoke a reaction from the other side. It's a total con job. And this is Marxism, because Marxism does that. It divides people into categories. It doesn't deal with individuals. You are a victim or you are an oppressor in Marxism. And that's why revolutions are started. In critical race theory, every relationship is about power. And the assumption is that white people have supposedly always held power and all are suspect. This is nonsense because there are many people who are white who feel like they are powerless. There are many people of color who have a lot of power and it just, people just don't fall in these neat categories. This also sounds a lot like a three-year-old and how they would think, you are all against me and so on. The homosexual movement has cut its teeth on such blatant tantrums over the last two decades, categorizing any attempt to debate the issue, to point out that people are not born that way, that there is a way out. They automatically want to go, or their leaders do, uh, want to put people in a pigeonholed box saying, you must hate me. This is what three-year-olds do. And it's also what people do when they're backed in a corner and they don't have a good argument. The historical revision that these folks are coming up with is not just deceptive, but bizarre. In England, some university professors are now saying the British Empire was worse in white supremacy than the Nazis and that Winston Churchill was a perfect example of a white supremacist leader. This is where this is going to eradicate every major hero from history if they happen to be white. And of course, since no one is perfect, that will eliminate pretty much everybody. So I just want to wrap up here by thinking about what can we do. The first thing everybody needs to do with all of this is to get a little background on it and read up on what they're saying and then think and pray about this. Also look at scripture. In scripture, 
scripture is colorblind. There is no discussion of people's skin color. There is slavery, and that was an aspect of, of life then. But one of the biggest examples we have that the ultimate godly desire is that we be free of slavery is the Israelites being set free from Egypt. This is one of the biggest events in the Bible. Let's remember that being free of slavery was a goal all along of Judeo-Christian civilization. It took us a long time to get there, stops and starts, but and also of Christianity. We are free under Jesus Christ. He sets us free from personal bondage and from every other kind as well that we may find. We may find ourselves in difficult situations, but we can always be overcomers. So when you encounter this in your workplace and in your school, please pray and get the courage to speak out. This will change children's minds. You will have kids who develop resentment against all authority as a result of this. That's, of course, one of the goals of revolutionaries is to pit families against each other, to undermine family, and we don't want that, and it's not accurate. It's not fair. It is not social justice, and it is not truth. That's all we have time for today, friends. Just remember, just remember, with God, all things are still possible. Have a great day. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible.